and welcome to KeeperCast, the Keeper of Velocities podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Ivy. And this is a... I forgot. <laughs> a bonus episode? It's not a bonus episode. Oh, it's a... This is... We're doing listener correspondence, because now that's a thing that we're doing. We're doing... We, we got too many messages, so... We're in the same room again, so this is going to be great. Hopefully this is going to be a little less chaotic. Actually, no. All of you said that you liked it when it was chaotic, so... I guess we'll just give you guys, give the masses what they want. Give the people what they want. Which is us being ridiculous. <laughs> what sound was that? <laughs> it was the sound of gods. <laughs> that is the sound that Great. gods make. I will entertain you and your god complex. <laughs> I fell. What is it with me and falling off beds? You're just remarkably bad at staying on things. That's true. All right, so we have seven messages, I think, if I can do math, which I can't. But so I'll start with our Tumblr messages just because those were a bit shorter this week. Um, I have no way of knowing actually what order these messages came in because Tumblr doesn't timestamp anything. So these will just be kind of read in a random order. And these are all the messages from whatever our last message reading was, which I don't actually remember what episode that was. But I I think it's all from about, like, the last month or so. First message is a nice one. It's an anonymous message on Tumblr, and it just says, How are y'all doing? That's an interesting question with an interesting (laughs) answer. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm doing, really, honestly. But, like, I don't want to be too sad and depressing out here, so I'll say I'm doing good. I'm doing good, too. I can't speak for the other hosts. I don't know how they're doing. <laughs> yeah, who knows, really. But um, me, personally, I am I am A-okay. I'm not going to school, so I'm kind of just sitting here not going outside, either. I am going to school, so... Um, but you're still just sitting here not going outside. <laughs> that's true, but I am, like, doing lots of homework, and that makes me sad. Homework. What a concept. (laughs) You suck. (laughs) Our second message is from RainyRXSE on Tumblr, and it says, I really love this podcast. Thank you. Also, I love your icon. (laughs) We stand. Our third message is an anonymous message. It says, are you guys doing any more episodes for the other books, or are you guys done? By the way, I love this podcast. So yeah, we're... We are doing more episodes. We're halfway through Never Seen. A little more than halfway through Never Seen now. And we intend to continue on through until we get to the end of whenever this series ends. Be that (laughs) next year or a million years from now. (laughs) Who knows? Get me out of this hell. (laughs) But um, yeah, the plan is... So, but yeah, we're doing Never Seen right now, and the plan is to keep going until the series is over or until we run out of material. Our fourth and last comment on Tumblr is an anonymous message. It says, would you ever consider bringing on different POC or any other marginalized identity into the fandom to talk about the treatment of their group in Coddle? More specifically, an Asian person, since a lot of the insensitive race-related things in Coddle are Asian-related, not even just Tam and Lin. Okay, so we do actually have a an episode that we haven't recorded yet but it's going to be part of 
our next Never Seen episode that is coming out on the same day as this listener correspondence bonus thing is coming out. And we do touch on that. It's We don't talk about it for the whole time, but we have addressed it a little bit since it's an important topic and relevant, I think, to what we're talking about in the book as of right now, because we are have like just been introduced to Tam and Lynn. I feel like I should also say, following that, maybe I should have said this before, but I am Asian. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know how many of you guys, how many of you guys knew that. I think I've shown my face on the KeeperCast um, Instagram, but so yeah. But I would also be open to bringing in like the anonymous message to add some other marginalized voices onto the podcast to have them talk about, you know, about because there are a lot of there are a lot of issues with Coddle. <laughs> so um. And there, there are a lot of issues, and I don't think they should be ignored. So, yeah. All right, so now we're moving on to our Instagram messages. So let me pull those up. We got three. Hey, what do you call ice? What? It's chilling and not spilling. That doesn't even make any sense. Because it's not, it's not water. It's chilling and not spilling. Please edit this out. No, I'm not going to. I refuse. Oh my god. Wait. Do you know who's not chilling though? Um, um, Brant. No, wait. Who 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 died in a fire? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. It's Kenry. <laughs> Sometimes like it it's hard to sort through when people make jokes to sort through like like which which death which, is, which person they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like which meme death is it? There are so many meme deaths. <laughs> like, there's a lot. Like, no, there was a time after Lodestar came out where everyone was like, yeah, Brant's death was just crushing. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> okay, so Brant got crushed. Forkle got stabbed. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, Forkle counts because there were memes about it, yes. And then the Kenrick got Kenrick crisped. <laughs> and then. Olvar's alive? Yeah, but he almost died in flashback. When Fitz, Fitz almost, almost like murdered straight up, him. Yeah, killed yeah. him, yeah. Okay. That was the peak of Fitz's character arc. Yes. Hot take. But not that hot, because it's true. <laughs> Lukewarm take. <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're on Never Seen. Yeah. Let's our, look at these messages. Yeah, our first message is from Maya.Bauman. It's, the message is talking about our, um, our episode about the illustrated and annotated edition. Remember that? Good times. <laughs> and the comment says, this episode was awesome. Please consider doing more unedited nonsense episodes because I had so much fun listening. Also, the performance oh. of Forkman was immaculate. <laughs> That's well, this one. Here you go. <laughs> we also got, um, two DMs. The first is from Mia.Arwen. It says, I don't listen to y'all that often, but my little sister does all the time, and she wants me to tell y'all that she loves the podcast and wants to ask what you think about the next book being told from two different points of view. She also says that she hasn't listened to all the episodes of the podcast yet, so if you've already talked about that, sorry for making y'all repeat repeat yourselves. Thank you for your message. We've talked about Unlocked and the dual POV a little bit, but not a ton. We can talk about we it can, now. Yeah. What are what are your thoughts on it? You can go first. My thoughts, I'm, 
actually i don't think i've said this to anyone before i'm actually very excited like i think it's gonna be good well that's good that's good it's good to have some like positive takes on this podcast takes (laughs) i think that keith is cool that's another thing i may never have said to anyone oh no you can't be in our club anymore (laughs) if you think keith is cool like i like him and i think that having the perspective be that would be fun also 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 this is like the more important one which is that keith is whatever it's called you know like the non-moon lark the anti-moon lark the the, lodestar is that what he is (laughs) we'll call him the anti-moon lark sure (laughs) okay so keith is the anti-moon lark Ooh, he's the anti-foster because his parents did not foster his growth so he they because he's not a foster, so he's the anti-foster. <laughs> <laughs> Spin-off series, the foster. No, no, that's so bad. Oh, that's so cursed. <laughs> anyway. Wait, I kind of want a foster's, like, coddle crossover now. I'm sure it exists. I'm out sure there it somewhere. exists. AO3, do your thing. <laughs> okay, anyway. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, Keith, Keith is the anti-Moonlark. And I feel like there's... There's, like, a backstory behind that, and, like, Shannon seems to be hinting that, like, she has it written. God, I hope so. <laughs> um, or planned out or something, so, like, I'm really excited to see how that unfolds, and I just, like, don't think that it could be told as well from Sophie's perspective. I think, like, the best way to get that is, like, who it is. Yes. I actually agree. I was, okay, this might be getting way into, like, ramble territory here, but I was thinking about, um a possible like tv adaptation of coddle the other day as you do as you do um and i was thinking that if i were to be in charge of this as i would be (laughs) (laughs) one of the first things i would do actually would be to split the like the screen time and the pov between sophie and keith actually starting in lodestar because that way (gasps) we'd get to see way more of the never scene and like how their whole thing works so then by the time Tam goes to join them in flashback, like, you've already gotten to see a lot more of their methods, and and I feel like Tam joining them would mean a lot more because it wouldn't just feel like the same thing that happened with Keith. It would feel like, like, I feel like Tam would know more about what he was walking into, and it would be more traumatic to watch. That is a really, really good point. So... I, but to go back to the question, yes, I am in support of the dual POV. I think it will be cool. I just hope, my main hope, though, is that, so here's the thing about Keith. <clears throat> Keith. <laughs> that boy. That boy. Oh. <laughs> I'm not allowed to curse. <laughs> but, um, Keith has gotten a short story. I don't remember what book it was, but he did get a short story, and I skimmed it. It was Nightfall? I think it was, it may have been Nightfall. Yeah, because Fitz got it after in flash after no no no, no 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 wait, Fitz got it after Lodestar right? Wait, I don't even remember what the books were. Okay, I'm sure somebody can tell us later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Keith's short story. Look, shut up. Okay, yes, my books are on the bookshelf, literally within arm's reach, maybe within two <laughs> arms reaches. That's not. I'm reaching my arm. It's not. However, I don't want to. No, I'm too lazy to go grab okay, them. Okay, I will do it. Also, I don't think we even have the special edition. That's true. 
because we gave them away. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, I think we only have the special edition of, like, Legacy. Yeah. I don't even know what copies we have, honestly. But, um, but what I was saying was that Keith's short story felt very much like Sophie's POV. Like, he talked the same, he thought the same. It, it wasn't really that distinguishable. So I just really hope that in Unlocked, there is this definitive, like, shift in voice between Sophie and Keith. Otherwise, it'll just all feel like more of the same, I feel like. Actually, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I, I feel like from reading the book, um, <laughs> I feel like Keith has such a strong internal dialogue with himself. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I would love to see that. I have opinions on Keith's characterization, and I'm not going to get into it here because we've already been talking for 15 minutes, and I said this was going to be short. I'm going to get into it next episode, um, which I guess is also coming out today. We just haven't recorded it yet because I have thoughts about Keith and his internal dialogue, but I will keep that till later because we have one really long message to end with. Ooh, okay. This is from mariam.kavara underscore Wait, I thought you said we had seven. Yeah, we had four on Tumblr and then three on Instagram. But we only did one on Instagram. No, there was a comment also. Oh, damn, you're right. Dang, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, you're, I don't censor damn on Oh, okay. <laughs> Basically, this goes by, like, PG-13 cable rules. Okay, all right. So, the message says, Hi, guys, I love your podcast. It's great. There are some theories I didn't think of, but I have only two theories I would like to share with you, and I want to know what you would think of them. So, on the cover of Unlocked, Gildingham was on there, and she only went there once, and she always went to Foxfire, Havenfield, and Eternalia. Then I remembered what Mr. Forkle's theories were at the beginning of Legacy. He thinks that the Neverseen wants to weaken the other intelligent species, and he said he thinks they will go to, for the goblins when the Neverseen can take the council, since the goblin and the goblins are the only intelligent species that wasn't weakened by the Neverseen. So it only makes sense that they go after them, which means they are ready to take the council because goblins serve as the council's bodyguards and Gildingham is on the cover, which means that maybe Unlocked will be about Gildingham and weaken the goblins, so they will leave the lost cities unguarded and maybe the cliffhanger will be who knows okay i'm gonna pause there this isn't the whole message but i want to talk about like each theory separately so i have like two well first of all thank you for your message it's really interesting to think about i have like two conflicting responses to this and one is that um one is that unlocked isn't the cover of unlocked isn't really depicting a certain scene in the book it's sort of supposed to be this like celebration of Sophie so it's it kind of so there's like a quadrant so each quadrant has like a place that she's been in her life so I don't necessarily think that Gildingham being on the cover means that it will be prominently featured in Unlocked so that's my first response however my second response is that this actually seems very likely because your reasoning makes a lot of sense so I think that like so I think that even though the cover doesn't necessarily point to Unlocked being about Gildingham, since we haven't gotten a book about the goblins before, and they have mentioned all that stuff about, you know, weakening the goblins how, and how that would weaken the elves, it does seem like the natural direction for the series to go. However, this is Keeper of the Lost Cities, so I don't know <laughs> if it will go in that direction, but it seems like it should at least go there. Yeah, no, plot twist. Unlocked is going to be about another species There's that a we secret haven't heard species. about and then the next book is going to be, be the name of that species gremlins or something gremlins <laughs> book nine <laughs> book nine gremlins <laughs> just add water 
Oh, I can read the next one if you want. Oh, that would be great. All right. Because my vocal cords are tired. Oh. After being completely silent for the entire day. I know, right? Now. Like, I was... I don't know how to finish that sentence. <laughs> okay. The other theory is that Sophie is supposed to have five bodyguards. Gnome, Goblin, Troll, Ogre, and a Dwarf. Tarina left because the Never Seen exposed the trolls. <laughs> I think it's Nubidi. Nubidi? Okay. Nubidi left because King Enki worked with the Never Seen and she captured him and... Wait, and she captured him and she became Queen Nubidi. I thought I don't remember any of this. Yeah, wait, what? Okay, it's. I'll just finish. Um, Bo left to guard Lynn, but how... Who the hell is knows, Bo? Who knows how long... Bo, Ro, and Bo. Just keep going. Okay, <laughs> Bo left to guard Lynn, but who knows how long he's going to guard her for. Flory is still Sophie's bodyguard, but she can only protect herself and help Sophie with random things. Sander still is Sophie's bodyguard, but maybe he has to leave because of the theory I just shared. Ooh. So maybe at the same time, the Never Seen are trying to keep Sophie defenseless with no bodyguards. I think this theory kind of makes sense and doesn't make sense. I agree that this theory both makes sense and doesn't make sense. Because given the natural progression of these books, it seems like her bodyguards are being picked off one by one. However, it also doesn't make sense because in Nightfall or whatever book it was, she was suddenly given like five more bodyguards. (laughs) And I don't understand the point of putting them in so late in the series if they're just going to be picked off. That, yeah, who knows. Um, I actually have a lot of thoughts about the bodyguards. My, But, like, the main thing summing up all of my thoughts uh-huh. in an umbrella, I think, is that none of them are necessary. Like, I'm but sorry. Sander! I'm sorry, Sander is not necessary. I love him to pieces. Like, I love him and his squeaky voice. But he's not necessary. He only, he pretty much only serves to, like, obstruct Sophie as she tries to do things. And he never actually succeeds at it. Yeah, that is a very good point. I mean, I thought that, you know, book four, Never Seen was like, they were gonna do away with the bodyguards. Because, like, Sander wasn't there, and then they were all learning how to do, like, self-defense and, like, throw knives and stuff. Oh my god, you're right, Sander hasn't been there. Yeah, right? So it's like, that would have been, I think, the natural thing to sort of phase out the bodyguard and let them defend themselves and learn how to do that, make mistakes and stuff like that. So it makes no sense when you suddenly give her five bodyguards. Yeah. Um, And then it seems like, (laughs) I don't know, it seems like the the story's kind of trying to like retcon that and realizing like, oh wait, that's a lot of bodyguards. We better start getting rid of them. Like, like, I don't know. I just... I, I think that the bodyguard thing is not great. So yeah, that was all our messages. Um, thank you guys for the messages, and we're sorry we didn't deliver as ridiculous an episode as we did before. I yeah, think wait, do we're we, less sleep- do we have like a song or something that we can do? What? Oh, well, we already used up the Forkman song. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I don't know what other song we can, because we don't, there aren't really any other like fandom songs i can maybe splice in like things we lost in the fire or something <laughs> or we could just sing it badly i don't actually know all the lyrics i'm sorry i'm a fake bastille fan i well me neither i only know like what you know so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what other what other songs what other meme songs do we know um okay okay let me let me see if i can figure this out on the spot <laughs> okay 
No, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to. Hey, now you're a lodestar. Wait, no, that's so good. Oh, wait, I can't. Okay, we we can Somebody. save this for like something like. Hey, now you're a lodestar. Somebody, yeah. please write that. Yeah. We'll pay you Do it. money. Yeah, please. <laughs> or well, no, we don't have money. Don't take us at our word. <laughs> but yes. So no song. Okay, that's kind of sad. That was not an end, I don't know. And with that sound effect, we're <laughs> out. Dev. Um, wait, no, social media. We have to do social oh, media. Oh, whoops. Um, you can find us at KeeperCast on Tumblr or the KeeperCast on Instagram. Send us a message. You will be featured in another one of these episodes. And you can also find me at Melting on Tumblr and Instagram. And I'm saying this this time because I think... This one's less chaotic. This one's less chaotic. Yeah, how about, how about the... <laughs> Okay, I'm the now, I guess. Um, Is that the correct usage of the, though? (laughs) Oh, oh, you're the, like you. Yeah, like thou and the. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, it would be the, because it's subjective. Um, anyway, uh, (laughs) anyway, it was going well. (laughs) Um, No, look, they just, they just want to hear us be ridiculous, Okay. That's this, true. All this, like, good analysis about Keef and they don't care. goblins and stuff, they don't care, okay? Okay, anyway, you can find me at aelin-atriver-galathinius on Tumblr. Haha, <laughs> sorry your last name. No. <laughs> I have... Okay, I actually have read the first two books of Akatar. And you will read the third. No! <laughs> no, and then I refuse. And then you'll read the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read the third one. Uh, if any of you like Akatar, I'm so sorry. We're roasting Okay, you. okay, okay. I don't want to read the third one just because, like, like, the second book was, like, not really my jam. Like, why are we talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, no. Go ahead. Maybe we can get to, like, a full... Half hours. So right? This will be like a half hour instead of a 15 yeah. minute. Yeah, okay. Like, I felt like the first book was like fine. And then the second book happened. And like, I appreciated what they did with like Feyre's character and stuff. And I was like, okay, that was good. But like, also, like, okay, people are going to come after me. I don't like Reese. Um, <laughs> but he said, he said, okay, I'm sorry. Every single thing I know about A Court of Thorns and Roses. Comes from Read with Cindy's YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, she hasn't. She hasn't. Read I have it. not read it. So all of this is coming straight out of her words in her mouth. Uh-huh. But Reese is a woke king, okay? <laughs> Reese is woke, but he's also <laughs> like I don't. I just I, I I he doesn't vibe with me. Um, don't like him. So far, like I feel like the only. What about Tamlin? <laughs> Transcribe that. No, gross. <laughs> I feel like like the only valid like male at this point is like Lucy. Oh, why did she call them females and males? That's so weird it's and insane thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um is like whatever however you pronounce it like Lu- Lucian or whatever. I feel like he's nice. And like I like um I like Feyre's sisters, but I read spoilers and like they end up with like and oh, I know that yeah. that's, like, her, Sarah J. Moss's, like, whole thing, that, like, 
you know, all, like, the females are, like, 8,000 year years old and, like, tall and brooding. But, like, it's a little weird because Elaine's, like, 16. The second series is going to be about Nesta. Did you hear? Oh! <gasps> cool! <laughs> Wait, am I thinking of getting it? No. But if you get it, you're going to have to read A Court of Wings yeah, and Ruin no. for context. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> You know, I think that after we finish reading Coddle, because I know that we're going to, given our schedule, we're probably going to finish reading before book nine comes out. Mm-hmm. We should do I other think books. after we finish, we should read Sarah J. Moss books together. I think we should read Throne of Glass. I would <laughs> love to read Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass is very good. Okay. No, I read Throne of Glass, actually, and I yeah. I was in, like, middle school when I read it, so I don't remember it that well, but I remember liking it. Like, it was good. I was yeah, just kind was of... Good. I was just kind of turned off because it's such a long series. Like, that, I feel like that is, like, part of the reason why Kingdom of Ash was, like, because mm. I'm sorry to anybody listening to this. This has become a Throne of Glass analysis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. If you, like, we're probably not oh, going to talk about Coddle after this, so you can just leave, like, if you don't want to. Oh, wait. Spoilers, right? If you're talking about Kingdom of Ash? No, no spoilers. Oh, okay. Okay, my point was, it's really long. And I really liked that because it's like you get to the end of a section and you're like, oh, that felt like a book. But then there's like four more parts left. It's like reading Oathbringer, but it's like slightly shorter. Like, <laughs> and Oathbringer is by Brandon Sanders. Yes. It's part of the Cosmere. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's like five book-length books in one book. But it's like you can get to the end of a section and then there's just more. And it's like, ah, ah, <laughs> that's my favorite. All right. Anyway, that's why you should read it. Also, it's really good. Wait, what's it? Are you talking about Brandon Sanderson or all of them? <laughs> all of them? Okay. So now we have recommendations for what? For the Stormlight Archive and for Throne of Glass, and a tentative recommendation <laughs> for A Quarter of Thorns and Roses. No, no, not the third one. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Keepercast. See you next week. Do 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 pretend I'm playing a kazoo. <laughs> yes, talent <laughs> show. <laughs> wait, wait. Can you say? Can you do the forkman? Okay, Ivy has this weird thing where their voice can be a trumpet. Mm-hmm. Can you do the forkman song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm smiling. Hold on. All right, do your vocal warm up. <laughs> wait, that should be our that should be our new theme song. We were talking about about getting a new theme song. <laughs> okay, okay. So good.